Unfiltered Love Radio. So some of you be, may be wondering, what is unfiltered love? Well, let's define it. Unfiltered love is the love that doesn't have a filter. I mean, it's kind of simple. A lot of us like to have things that are filtered, sugar-coated, and just kind of feel good. And so what we do on the station, yeah, I will give you some of that stuff. But at the same time, I want you to understand that, guess what? It's hard work. Sometimes love is raw. Sometimes love hurts. Sometimes love doesn't always feel good. And a lot of people like to refer love to God because they're like, oh, God is love. And God is love. But do you not remember that that's the same God who decided to flood the earth? That's the same God who decided to destroy mankind because they didn't they weren't obedient. So though he had a purpose with it, though it all worked out and it went together and it was all for everybody's good. God still expected people to do a certain thing like we still expect people to do things. Our expectations are not because we want our expectations to be. Our expectations are because we understand who we are in our divine sense of the universe. So let's be real about it. Is love really, should we really sugarcoat love? Should we really pretend that it's candies and rainbows and babies, like cute babies, not the ugly ones, but you know, everybody think they baby cute. I don't know. They all look like little rats when they come out to me until they get like six months or something. They get their little curly hair. You be like, oh, they got some color to them. But that's a whole nother subject. I'm not going to even go there. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But this is unfiltered love. This is what love really is. It really tells you the truth. It's really honest. It's really, it's really deep. It's really heartfelt. But at the same time, you should be able to feel a connection. If you don't feel a connection, then I need to know because maybe God told me to do something wrong and I don't like it and we're going to fix that. But now nah, I know y'all going to feel a connection because guess what? It's the issues that we all go through. It's the problems we all endure. And if we can just be more unfiltered and more honest in the way that we handle each other and the way that we do things, then we can have a viable conversation that can change the world. And that's the goal, changing the world. So if you don't know, the theme is be free and live your mega life today. That's my motto. It's my thing. It's my anthem. That's my mantra. That's what I march to. That's what I do. Look, y'all gonna have me get ready to flow and I'm not even rapping today. So y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for mission two? Are y'all ready to go to the next level? The next creative thing that you could possibly do in this life? If you're ready, then I'm ready. I'm ready to help you get there. I'm ready to help you exit. And guess what? Go find my new website. Y'all want to know what it is? See, I said I wasn't going to announce it on the first show, but I'm going to do it. It's called Un It's Unfiltered Love. So type in itsunfilteredlove.com. It's still under construction, but it's going to be together by the end of the weekend. So I want y'all to go on there. I want y'all to, man, you're going to be like impressed. I think I did a darn good job. Well, at least I will by the time I finish. But watch the videos, watch the YouTube videos, make sure you share them, make sure um, you're encouraging other people and make sure you're actually applying the principles to your life. What's the point of doing any of this if you're not going to apply it? Faith without works is dead. I'm not working with dead people. You all are alive. So since you're alive, that means you should be doing something, right? We all should be doing something, right? Doing something that you like doing, not because somebody else wants you to do it. So, some filter love, baby. We about to get this started. I got a special guest for y'all. I want y'all to get ready to sit back. You're going to laugh. You're going to be inspired. And I think you might learn something new and might have a new perspective of the way you think about things. Okay? So, let's do it. Let's get it.
Yo, 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 so walking in the Unfiltered Love Studio right now, whoo, it's somebody I've been trying to connect with uh, too damn long, I'm going to tell y'all. Now, remember, this is Unfiltered, so my mouth might be a little reckless, because y'all might know me to be all nice, and you know, Jesus loves you, and he does, but y'all know when it's time for the radio show, I just got to say what I feel. But anyway, I've been trying to connect with bro for too long, so y'all know what to do, right? Who are you, bro? My name is Truly Fresh. Well, this nigga trying to be all cool and stuff. <laughs> See, that's the thing. They come on my radio show and they think they're going to be cool and they're going to be viable and it's just going to be okay. And y'all already know, that ain't the way we rock over here. We rock. We want them to be themselves. We want them to express all of who they are and to have it that way. But anyway, we're going we gonna to let Truly Fresh <laughs> tell us who he is. Who are you, bro? Well, I got you on here. Man, you got me up here to just, I guess, it's just just chat it up about unfiltered love. You already know what it is, right? That's what he think. Huh? So, what do you do? What do I do? Yeah, what do you do? These people don't know you, bro. I know you. They don't know you. <laughs> I am a rapper and I'm a singer. He's a rapper and a singer. I'm an artist. Oh, he's an artiste. So, when you say artist, what does the word artist to you mean? The word artist to me means it's like, artist to me is like a, it's art, like a way to express yourself, you know, like Leonardo painted a picture, you know, like you do radio, right? That ain't all I do. You ain't going to discredit me and say I just do radio. I do a plethora yeah, I, of things. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm just messing with you though. I don't know what's going on in the background, y'all. Y'all already know. It be like life over happening in my neighborhood. But, hey, we going to rock with it. Hopefully, these little pauses are not getting caught from when the phone is going out. I don't know. We going to find out. But, um, because Anchor kind of changed stuff, and it's kind of weird right now. But we going to get through this interview. So, when you say Leonardo painted a picture, why was the first person you say Leonardo? Because I like pictures. We can't hear you. Because I like pictures. You like pictures. What does a picture mean to you? Is a picture worth a thousand words, as they say? Yeah. So, a picture's worth a thousand words. So, when you take pictures, what what words would you like people to express when it's, you know, when it has to do with you? What words would you like those to be? Dope. Nice. Aw. You know, it was different type of pictures, you know. But, dudes, everybody's opinion... I'm sure to have at least a million words. So you want more than a thousand words. You want a million words on a picture that you take. A million, a thousand. So when y'all see the pictures that I upload to the website, y'all let me know how many words can this man get. If he get a million words, we might have to have him back. <laughs> but hold on. We about to go, you know, not really pay some bills, but I just need to do some intros and clear my throat. So we're going to just, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> Something. Unfilter Love Radio. All right, Unfilter people, we're back, we're back, we're back. So, we talking to Truly Fresh. So, y'all might have got the synonym, Truly Fresh. How'd you get your name, bruh? How I get my name? I got my name from, uh, actually, my mom. What? She said you was Truly Fresh? Nah, it was just, <laughs> it was just like a different name, so... So it was like, um, 
well, not I want to say just my mom, my, my mom and myself. You know, mm-hmm. just just all being creative and using everything around me. So my mom, uh, I was uh, matter of fact, I had I was writing down uh, names. Okay. I was just writing down names, right? Okay. Because I wanted to change my name. At first, my name was T R U. Uh, it was an acronym for Talented Rapper Universal. Cause I wanted to be the talent, the most talented rapper around the world. You know what I'm saying? So my mom saw that she was like, "Why don't you just put an E behind it?" You know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yeah." And what was the E going to represent? Yeah, that's what I. That's that was, that was my question. For okay. Me. What was what would the E mean? She was like, "I don't know. Just 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 call yourself true. Just true, not like true. Like yeah, like true, true." <laughs> All right. True. So, true. Yeah. True. So 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 it stuck. So then um so then I was like, damn, you came up with the name. I was like, mom. I was like, mom, what's your name? She was like, Lee. I was like, Lee. True Lee. I was like, okay. True Lee. True Lee. Truly. So okay. I was, saying that. I was just saying it around the house. You know what I'm saying? True Lee. True Lee. True Lee. True Lee. And then fresh, fresh came later. Fresh came a little bit later because I knew I wanted it to, to be something, something different, something more catchy. And I was like, truly, it's just something not, something missing. But I mean, the way you spell it, it's not like you spell it like the word truly. You spell mm-hmm. true L-E-E. And that's so, created and came in, right? So Fresh fresh came about when it was, uh, we was at the studio one day. And I was telling everybody what my new name was. You know, I'm just excited and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was just, we was working on... Uh, something. I wanted to do something a little bit older than what I was that I was doing. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like they, I, could, I think they wanted to do like a cover to something. And uh, I was just like, oh, let's do something. Let's do something new. Huh? Let's do something different. Okay. Huh? So then fresh came fresh because they wanted to be that something new, something different. Yeah. So truly fresh. When when people hear you when they talk to you when. What is that lasting impression you want them to have when they hear your music? Just, uh, he's that's that's a talented little 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 motherfucker right there. Okay, talent little I'm an effort. That's what he wants y'all to get. Um, talent. <laughs> Did you always know this is what you wanted to do, or is it something that kind of you just fell into? Kind of fell into it because I was doing a lot of things with, with words. Uh, I wanted to be, <laughs> you don't know this. I wanted to be a teacher at one point. Okay. So um, I did. I did eventually do that. I was a preschool teacher for a little bit. Um, but before I before that even happened, you know, um, I was doing poetry before I started rapping. You know, um, and then the poetry sort of just transitioned into rap, and I always liked music, so. Just kind of just, just happened, and then when I found out that I could do it, I could actually go into to a studio and and do it do a song. What? Okay, <laughs> let me let me do something. It's a whole new life, right? You know? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So. so you say poetry, and then you started rapping, and that's funny because that's how I I'm a writer. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like to just say I'm a poet or I'm a I'm a but I'm a writer because I write all genres of things. But poetry is my love. And my favorite poet is Edgar Allan Poe. There's nobody who's deeper, grimmer, raw, and emotion, has as much emotion as this dude. This dude is like the epitome of poetry. Now, 
Anybody who knows who listens to my radio station, who is my favorite poet, y'all already know who I'm going to say. Sir Langston Hughes. He is the best writer of all times to me. He is like the person who I would want to embody um, in that era because I feel like I'm a renaissance man and I feel like he is the pinnacle of who the renaissance is. So, you know, with Sir Langston comes, you know, a big weight and a big heavy thing. So when you say that you're a poet, that kind of like strikes a nerve in me and makes me all excited and stuff. And I'm not a poet. But that's how you started. You said you started writing that poetry and then that poetry turned into rap. How did you even think that the two could even match? And I know it's an obvious question, but a lot of people don't know that they match. Well, you mean just just personally or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to know the universal way that they match. Yeah. I don't even want to know from true. No, well, well, for me, it was uh, just listening to music, honestly, um, and writing poetry. Uh, they, you realize they both coincide when. You find a rhythm to to your writing without music. Um, you find a melody to just the way the words just flow from the page, from your mouth, and to how your tongue articulate the words. You feel me? Whether you're saying big words or small words, it's always a rhythm, a pattern. Ba da ba ba, boom boom boom. You feel me? It's okay. always something different. It's always a different feeling, emotion. And then you take that, and then you're not writing no more when you just as young. Uh, 10 year old kid and 11 year old kid and you just put your books up and you ride in the car with your mom and you just listening to the radio you listening to all this R&B you listening to all this rap um, and then you, and you hear poetry again mm. you know? but you hear it on more you hear it on beats you hear it on um, piano you hear it on snare you hear it on all these different ways you hear people screaming it hear people serenading it. You hear all these different ways people are speaking it. And then you just sort of just just find your, find your way, I guess. So answer this. What is life? Sex. Life is sex. So what is sex? Life. Hmm. So when you say sex, do you mean sex as the actual doing or sex as a as a universal gender and how we how do you define that it has to be universal because you can feel that with anything anybody any object <laughs> you heard about the lady just married a tree yeah so do you i was gonna ask you about that, that. makes you happy life is about happiness it's about making yourself happy Okay. Um, if people... Now, I'm not just saying, like, just, you know, just flat out sex. Now, that's, that's people that small mind and just look at sex like, oh, I, I do that, I do this, I do that. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, sex is, is an open feeling. It's, it's giving yourself to the world. It's living. So, sex is an open feeling and it's giving yourself to the world. So, you feel like everybody or everything should have a piece of you? No. Or you should have a piece of everybody and everything? No. That's what I said. When you when you think about it like that, it's 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 more of a of a selfish need. But that's my that's that I think that's the that's the point I'm saying. So life is sex and sex is life, right? And you said you told us that sex is an open feeling. So as an artist, how are you portraying that open feeling to your audience? 
with my music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just talk about my me <laughs> and my personal life. With my music, it's simply a, a feel, you know? Um, I do music for uh, everybody. Everybody that, that has a a uh a view of a night a nightlife, you know, mm. after dark music. Um that's why I, that's why I look at life that way. And eventually y'all will know what after dark music is. Um <laughs> so yeah, so uh so the the way the way that I see stuff and how my music portrays it is just my perception of um my night nights. My night, this night, that night, future nights. Whether whether you see it or you don't, you've been through it or you haven't, uh, you live the way I do or you don't, um, you just either feel the story, see the story, or live the story. Mm. Uh, it's all, it's all, you know, the, the listener's choice. Um, but simply just how, how I do things. All right, we'll be back with truly fresh in just a second. So we back and over the break, we was talking about just continuing that conversation that sex is life. And he didn't know I was coming back to say this. So his bro's looking like, oh, bro, why are we going here? But just to just to clarify, sex, he's saying that sex is what you make it. It can be an intimate thing. It can be a quick thing. It can be a one time thing. It can be hit or miss. It can be good or bad. It can just be all of that. Is that so what you're now, saying? So now we talking about sex or we talking about life? I don't know. You you said sex is because life. That's because say, say everything that you just said. I said all of that stuff. They no, know. I, they can rewind it. Okay. <laughs> but, everything, but everything that he just said can be is 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 what you would make life. You can make your life good. Yeah. You can make your life bad. Uh huh. You can make your life fucking mind blowing. Oh yeah, you can. You can make your life terrible. But do you get to create your life? Do you choose your partner in life no. like you choose your partner in sex? No, you don't. But do you get to choose the per- the personality of what you create after you have this intimacy with this person? But sex isn't always intimacy. But when you create something, we're talking about creation. Now, you can create a soul tie. That's automatic. Well, we're talking about a child. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. So, a child. A so, child. so, that's different. So, yeah. when I was created, when I was created, the per- my mom and my dad did not know the personality that I would be become. They didn't know the, the, what I would be. They didn't know it, but they molded it. They molded it, but they didn't. They created it. But personality is a learned behavior. But a lot of people. But you got to understand. I didn't. The people that, that I would say that molded me wasn't probably my mom and my dad. Exactly. <laughs> Me. Exactly. Your mom and your dad, your parents, your guardians, whoever, your your family, whether it be intimate or extended, those are the people who give you your core. They're the people who give you your sense of kind of who you are. The people who actually mold you are the people, your friends, the people you go to school with, your teachers, the outside strangers who do things, or the people close to you that may have hurt you or loved you in ways that other people didn't know. Or that they knew and didn't care enough. So what happens is you start developing these thought processes. And as that goes on, then over time, that matures. And either it can mature good or it can mature bad. However you choose it to be, depending on what the situation was. And so 
Either you're closed off to certain things or you're open to certain things. And when that happens, it creates this cosmic force of what we call personality. And that's why we say a lot of people have personality dysfunctions or a lot of people don't have cognitive reasoning skills because common sense isn't common because we're not all the same. So how can common, how can we have some common sense when our sense of who we are individually is not the sense of how we see the world? How can we have common sense when our sense of individually is not how we see the world? Well, in all actuality, in order for someone to gain common sense, they will have to gain knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. So, but what knowledge? That's not for me to, to say. And see, and that's the thing. We all have a... everybody goes through. Right. I want to know until I, until, I, until I meet somebody and, and they open up. We meet on a personal level. You know? There's really a time you meet somebody one time, first, first impression, and they talking about everything that happened before you met this person. Come on. Yeah. You feel me? I, I mean, but that's but that, that connection. And then, and then it grows into building a life with this person. Mm-hmm. Then having sex with this person, mm-hmm. creating a... Another creation, and then it starting all over again. Yeah, sex is like it's a whole unity. It's just it's like but, there at the bottom, at the bottom, at the top. Yeah, I know. mean, and, and it's different positions mm-hmm. if you go further into it. So you don't know this, but I'm going to tell you, and I don't think half of my audience know. But my major in college, I got a degree in sociology, but also got a secondary degree in human sexuality. All my life, I knew I was going to be a sex therapist. And everybody in my family, when you're a preacher's kid and everybody in your family's in ministry and that whole thing and half of your other family ratchet as hell and they just as hood and will shoot anybody that comes near you to defeat your purpose. It becomes kind of weird because you go home and you, they go, what's your major? I go, human sexuality. And they automatically like, you freak. It is not even that's not even what it's about. It's about educating people on what sex is and how sex creates new life. So I get it when you say that. <laughs> but. I, I want people to understand that procreation, that birth, that pregnancy process, that embryo, and it all starts in the mind and then it's a physical thing and it manifests. It's kind of what the church will talk about or Islam will talk about or Judaism will talk about or Hinduism will talk about. Even Buddhism, if you want to can get to that complete will of enlightenment, you got to uh, gotta be able to understand that enlightening comes from a seed that was planted. Mm-hmm. You know, so... That's that's what it is. So I, I get what you're saying. I just don't want you to think, you know, I don't get what you're saying because I actually get it. But it's all about those intimate moments, because no matter how you're going to do life, no matter how you're going to do sex, it has to be a level of intimacy there It has to be a level of I agree to it. I consent to it. And when it's not that, then it's not sex anymore. It's rape. It's force. It's brutal. And that's kind of what life gives us sometimes. And yes, it's still sex in the sense of, yeah, we've been blown and something's been implanted in us and something's been seeded in us, you know, like the killing of unarmed black men. That's a planted. That's a forced thing that we don't want to see. And me, especially as a black man, I don't want to see that. But it's something that's been so raped into us that now our minds are like, we're blown. We mind after at this point. Like we literally are. It does not mean that it doesn't work for good, though. It does not mean that it doesn't have a purpose because it makes us awake to the fact that they've been doing this for years and we've been fighting for this for years. 
But protesting and standing in the street, what the hell is that going to do? Take positions of authority so that way it can happen. Guess what? If more cops look like black men, guess who wouldn't die? I'm just saying. It's the way it's conditioned. Change does not happen without work being done. So one of my things is being free and living your mega life today. And I'm really big on that. My card said my everything like it says it like be free and live your mega life today. What is freedom for you? Dum dum. He was reading this card. I'm just messing with him. <laughs> nah, I was thinking though. Uh, what is freedom to me? Um, freedom to me is just is is I guess it's just what it is. It's just being able to just do you. Just do what you want. Do what you can. Do what you're willing and able to do. Do is a. I mean, I know you got laws and you got restrictions, but. So as you said, it's being able to operate within restrictions to still be who you are. I mean, that's not freedom, but it's fine freedom within yourself. I guess. But don't we have laws and restrictions and all that? Does that stop people from doing bad things? From doing bad things? I mean, what we consider bad or good or whatever, like those laws and those restrictions do what do they do? They stop anything? Because no. if you want to be totally free, do you follow every law restriction? I mean, I follow my. My my self moral laws, mm -hmm. you know, and I know. I mean, I know what I can and can't do when I'm out on the street. So when you say you know what you can and can't do, this is this gets me. When you say you know what you can and cannot do in the streets, what are some of the things you cannot do? And this is a man of color, um. So you know, it's always interesting to know some things that I can't do. Let's see, um. Well, you know, when you out with your lady, you can't look at other women. Why? Because that's disrespectful. So, and this is funny because I, I do this in my marriage therapy, my marriage classes, and people that want to be married. You can't do that. Why? Because you, you are, you are, <laughs> you are a radio host. So without get without you getting in trouble right now, I'm not gonna get in trouble. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you this: When you got with your lady, did you become blind? Blind to what? Blind to other women. Are other women not beautiful still? No, that's not what I meant. So, you can look at that and see beauty, right? Yeah. You can look at a TV screen and be attracted but, to but what's not, on the TV, you're right? Not, you're not missing the, the, main, the main component here, what I said. I said when you were, with your, when you were out with your lady. You know what I'm saying? But based why? On, based on... Based on who I'm with mm -hmm. at the time, mm -hmm. if that's not acceptable to her, therefore, I should make her happy and not do that. I mean, it's not hard. I mean, I can't just be breaking my neck. You feel me? So that's where the problem comes in, in relationships. Why is that a problem? Because you're going to change a natural aspect to make it an unnatural aspect. And so what happens is... I mean, I mean it's just, it's just, it's not really unnatural because... Yet and still. Now I'm not saying you shouldn't be respectful. Yeah, that's that's all what I mean. You know. What I'm yeah, saying? you like, should be it's respectful. Just, it's a brief, but moment. it should be a respect to. Like I got, I, you gotta, you gotta look, you gotta, you gotta understand how I look at things real quick. 
I really slow stuff down. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like that moment probably just is 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 real quick. Hit or miss. Yeah. But still, it was there. But see, and that's my point. Mm. So you're telling me in moments you don't seize moments. No. Why? I mean, it depends on them. It depends on what I'm seizing. But that's the thing. Because to capture... To, no, 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 no. Everything that glitters ain't gold. You have to know what you what you season before you're going for that. Mm. So, it's, there's no way that I'm going to change my mind and just be like, oh, that looks crazy good. And just go eat it. Man, somebody could have just spit on that. That's true. And you shouldn't go. You shouldn't go full force into something. But you should be able to acknowledge beauty at all sense. Especially when you're developing and when you're an artist and when you like that's the difference between nakedness and nudity. But see, that's not okay. See, this this is my issue right now because I I, I, I talk I talk I talk fast and I don't think I really explain. It's like okay, you have a significant other? Yes. Have a wife? This is not for the radio audience to know. Oh, but they, 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 <laughs> okay. they don't need to know what oh. I do. I, I, but y'all already know. Okay. Life is life, you know. Right. Things get complicated. <laughs> All right. So you you and your significant others out. She don't. She does not. Yeah. Fuck it. She don't. She don't like that. She don't like me to do that. Okay. You know what I'm saying whether you did it or not, um, it's really based on the person because I've opened up to her about past stuff. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And when you open up and you when you open up and you and you open that door, sometimes you never know if it's a monster on the other side. Yeah. Not saying I'm monster like I'm no, monster, no 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 like, but yeah you don't but like you know like meaning metaphorically like you never know what's on the other side so when you don't know what's on the other side you are unprepared mm-hmm. in a sense yeah but see that's so, where the so this is where my issue comes with that with this theory because I know exactly where you're going with this right and the issue comes only because. When you do open up, what you're supposed to do is come up with solutions after opening up. Yeah, yeah. So, if not looking is one of the solutions, great. But at the same time, not looking later causes a challenge because when you do look, then it's a bigger issue than what it would have been had you just looked and acknowledged it and moved on. Of course. You get what I'm saying? But, 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 see... Based on... Based on the- but y'all should be able to share that mutually. You should be able to know... Like... With, I don't. I shouldn't even have to say no homo in 2018, but I think you do. But you should be able to look at another dude and be like, that's an attractive dude. And I know she probably thinks he's attractive. So you should be able to turn to her and be like, you thought bro was attractive, huh? Because you can see that. You know when a woman thinks another dude is attractive. Like, it's a it's a simple thing. Just it's like they about, know. It's all about being okay. Yeah. And so, but being able to acknowledge that and rock with it. And then what it does later is cause a conversation. 
What you? What was about him that was attractive that I might not have? And it may have been something simple. It may be a smell. It may be a smile. It may be the dignity he carried himself, and vice versa. It may be the way she dressed. It may be the way she walked. It may be the way she wore those heels. And I've never seen you wear heels like that, but that doesn't mean I want you to wear them. It was just something about because it's not always a a physical. You got big breasts. You got a big ass. You got nice legs. Sometimes it's about that the way just a person carries themselves. Or a scent, or how they were dressed. Sometimes it's just about something that you can't even imagine, but not acknowledging it and acting like it didn't exist later causes a problem because if you look at Rihanna or somebody, you'd be like, yo, she bad. Why she bad and I ain't bad? But that's not that's not the problem. Yeah. Yeah, that's not the problem. I just that's just saying that's something I wouldn't do as a black man. <laughs> I mean, but I feel you though. I I, I like that though because that is I do think it's a sense of respect that is lost in relationships. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a with that respect should become it should be openness. It should mm-hmm. be that hey, guess what? I'm open enough to acknowledge what you think is attractive. It's attractive, and I may not be the only thing you think is attractive. I hope I'm not the only thing you think is attractive because then we just stuck. <laughs> Because I'm going to need you to have a second plan just in case something happened. We coming back with Truly Fresh in just a minute. Unfiltered Love Radio. Y'all know what y'all listening to, baby. We back, we're back, we're back. You listen to Unfiltered Love Radio. It's your boy Can Listens because I listen from heaven to earth to me to you and settle it all in love. We talking to Truly Fresh. Uh, it's been an interesting conversation. Kind of throw Brew off, bro off a little bit, but he got back on track. So tell me this, bro. Do you dream? Dream? Mm-hmm. Like go to sleep and see stuff? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. What you dream about? Um. <laughs> I don't know what mm is, but like that's what he dreams about. Mm. I don't be I don't know. You don't know? Last time I had a dream, what I dream about? Uh I think I I think I dreamed about birds. Last time I had a dream. Mm. Do you feel free? Yeah. Good. That's kind of what birds usually represent. Mm, probably, since you want to be in the clouds. So, we'll talk about that in a minute. So, when when you get to a place in life where you don't feel like you want to do music, what do you do? Mm, uh, I write. What do you write? Well, I write just music. <laughs> I write music. I guess it'd be poetry at that time. Mm-hmm. I just express myself, and I chill. I'm with my daughter. I'm relaxing. I'm enjoying life. I'm just trying to get a new perception. 
that's probably what I'm doing when I'm not doing music. I'm, I'm always I'm always doing music. I'm always doing something with music, even if I'm not in the studio. So what goes through your mind to prepare you to know you want to do a new song or a new project? Like, what is that thought process? Can you walk us through that? Thought process of doing a song? Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, now, um, it's like I realize, what do you mean just like, just, just, just doing a song? Yeah. Just any song. Well, my process of doing any song, well, first, like, you gotta have a, a, a base, a, a reason why you're doing this song. Like, I'm not, I'm not a guy that likes to just, just write just to please the audience in a way. Okay. Like, like, of course, of course you have to, you have to feed the artist music that they like, you know what I'm saying? Always. But I'm also on a, on a sense of when I create, it's really coming from like a moment in time. Mm. Either if it's a second, a minute, an hour, doesn't matter. You can stretch it. A song is either three minutes to to six, you know, we can go. Yeah. You know, I've seen crazy numbers. Uh, but three minutes to six, average, average song. That can be a second. That can be an hour. Just, just the way you live. It's all about the way you live. It's, it's a feel. It's a, it's a, it's a vibe. You know, it's yeah. a, it's a whole atmosphere. It's a whole another city, state. <laughs> you know country, I mean? country, <laughs> continent, world, you know what I'm saying? Galaxy, like, <laughs> we are going to the moon and back to new dimensions, yeah, okay? It's a whole nother, it's a whole nother feel. That's know? good. Like, like, whether, whether, whether you do, let me not say do, whether you live, like, like, after dark, Live, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like after dark is just to feel like that that whole feel like after dark music. Like when you put this music on, you put this music on in the daytime. Yeah, you gonna be rocking with it. But when you put this music on at nighttime and you doing something that you like to do, are you feel me? So, and just and just vibe. Just, so that's good vibe. because that was kind of you. Just, you led yeah. right to my next thing. Yeah. What is after dark? After dark, after dark music is that is that feel. Like, Y'all should see how excited he got when I just asked him this, man. After dark music. Say you say say you just got off of work. Mm-hmm. Right? It was still light right now because it's daylight saving time. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, <laughs> well not saying, right now, but I'm just saying like like who said like like sunset. And you see how good it felt outside? Mm-hmm. Even if it was cold outside. <laughs> Reference. Yeah, you know what I mean? Even if it was cold outside, like there's always a moment for the way you feel. This should be a song for every every way you feel. That is true. I concur. When you come in the crib and stretch your arms, you just got in the crib. I'm at the crib right now. I'm at the crib right now. Something. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like a whole theme song. But think about a theme song, a track list for a generation. So tell me this. One of my favorite cities in the whole wide world and I've traveled the world a lot 
is DC. Do you know why? Why? Have you been to DC? A couple times. When you go to DC, it is one of the. I think it's other. It's two other places too. But when you go to DC, particularly, there's music everywhere. See, I never really explore in the daytime. Bro, you got even at night. Like in that night is even more prevalent because there's not as many people out. So when you go to DC, if you take a step on the elevator, it makes a song. If you get on a train, it makes a song. If you're walking down the street, you will hear music. DC is like the most musical place I've ever been. When you open doors, they don't just like, you know, you don't hear the eh, it's like and every place has this vibe, but it has a door opening song. I think that is one of the most incredible things. I love music. I love art. I love so next time you go to DC, I want you to pay attention I to that. I really paid attention to that because every time I got there, I was either tired, about to do a show, excited. Like I never really yeah. remember. And see, that's the things that I think we we miss the details. And DC was built by Benjamin Banneker, who created clocks, as people know, and it's created in a circle, and that's why you get the little DuPont circle, all that little whole thing. And I don't know why I'm talking about DC, but it's because if I, somebody understood that music was life and that music portrayed every moment of life. Like you said, the stretch. It, it's a feeling for everything. The yawn, the sneeze, the eye blinking. And I agree with that. I love that. That's why I'm excited right now because I do think that every moment in our life is a pinnacle, vital moment that needs to be expressed. Mm-hmm. So when... When you when you came up with your latest project, talk to us about that. I don't want to give it away. Which one? The new thing you just worked. Well, you worked on two things actually. I whatever. Uh, so I, go ahead, I, tell I, us I what you're doing. Hard, you know? Tell us what you're doing right now. Uh, well, actually, I'm about to drop a video. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to drop um, Great Clouds video very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, directed by. Um, Myself and Bill Benedict. Shout out Bill Benedict. Uh, Great Clouds is on. There is an artist EP. Great Clouds. Yeah. What what are Great Clouds? What does that mean? Like, why do you even? Great Clouds. Are you gonna tell us what it means, or you just gonna just you know? Great Clouds is one of one of a song. It's it's a song that's kind of close to my heart. You know. Um. I realized that when I was when I was writing this song, it wasn't really uh, like in the sense of truly fresh. It was more of a sense of uh, you know myself as you know Koishan. You know uh, when I when I wrote it, I, I really had references. Of, I was just really thinking about my my peoples and my friends and how everybody had an influence and those that didn't have an influence, it's time that y'all see me. Like, it's time to clear the great clouds. Mm-hmm. Um, so I call it a great clouds just that's because I felt like, um, like, not my, not, not my audience, not my peers. It's just, I felt like myself. I couldn't see what was going on. Mm. You know? That's um, good. The great clouds was just, they was just in the way. Like you can see when I was like, can you protect me from the sunshine? Can you forgive me for the rain? So how do you, and when you say that, how do you keep a piece of you, but also give the rest of you to your audience? What is that? Um, it's, it's, not, it's not really a balance. I always know who I am. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, as, as I said, I still truly fresh. 
Um, Truly Fresh is just it's just the it's just the name. And you can tell tell how I came up with it. Like it's still just Q mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. expressing myself. You know? That's that's just what rap is. That's what always been what hip hop was. You know? Mm-hmm. It was like why would Ice T come up on the jank? Ice T, Ice Cube, NWA use their real name and rap about what they rapped about. You know, it's just, it's just it's just the way hip hop hip hop is is. It's just the dynamics of hip hop. Like, which the audience know your real name? It's kill listens because I listen from heaven to earth to me to you and sell it all love. But it's funny because it's a play on who I am. It's a play on my name. Yeah, it's see, Kells because that's me, and I listen because I'm a counselor as a profession. I'm a speaker as a profession. I, but I'm a listener. I think the the greatest thing you can do is listen to people. That's pretty dope. That's so pretty dope. I'm Kells and I listen. Kell listens. <laughs> but look, we're about to get into a little truly little mix. So uh, I want y'all mix. to stay tuned. And it's, I'm going to start off with one of my favorite songs. Uh, it's it's kind of new. You want to introduce this song for us, bro? Which one? Man? It's my favorite song. Well, you oh, already yeah, know what it yeah, is. Yeah, I already yeah. told so, you. So, yeah, it's your boy Truly Fresh, and it's my latest single, uh, Get It On, featuring June. You know, it's one of them uh, little, little either club bangers, strip club bangers, or if you, if, even if you just, you know, just pre-gaming with your boys on your way to the to the club with your girls, you know, just, just pop it in, rock out. You know what I'm saying? All right. Our music. After dark, yeah, I got.